Hello, I'm Wilner Lewis, the sports director of 89.5 FM WSOU, and you're listening to WSOU Sports Rewind. There have been some great Seton Hall teams over the past 20 years, but the one common denominator was that no Pirate team since 1994 was able to beat Villanova on their home court. With the odds stacked against them this year, the Pirates went down to Philadelphia on February 8th and was ready to duel the Wildcats and rewrite history. On the broadcast is Bob Tuohy and Wilner Lewis. And we're getting ready to kick things off here at Wells Fargo Center in Philly. So we've got your starting lineups ready to go, and we'll start with the Pirates. At the point, it's the 6'4 senior from Bridgeport, Connecticut, Quincy McKnight. At shooting guard, the 6'2 senior from just across the river in Trenton, Miles Powell. At small forward, returning to the lineup after coming off the bench last game, the 6'6 junior from Middletown, Delaware, Miles Kale. At power forward, the 6'6 sophomore from Baldwin, New York, Jared Roden. And finally at center, the 7'2 senior from St. Thomas, Jamaica, Romero Gill. And for Villanova, at the point, the 6'3 junior from Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania, Colin Gillespie. At the 2, the 6'7 junior from Franklin, Massachusetts, Jermaine Samuels. At the 3, the 6'9 sophomore from Portsmouth, Rhode Island, Cole Swider. At the four, the 6'8 sophomore from Largo, Maryland, Sadiq Bay. And at the five, the 6'9 freshman from Overland Park, Kansas, Jeremiah Robinson Earl. The officials for this game, Pat Driscoll, Mike Eads, and Earl Walton. And Wilner, something I noticed, as fire shoots out of the jumbotron while Villanova reads the starting lineups for the arena, uh, Villanova's going with a much bigger lineup than we're used to. And as we alluded to pregame, and as Dalton, Jose, and Chris touched upon also, they are a smaller team, so that instead of running with the traditional two-guard, three-forward setup, they're stocking the floor with four forwards. Cole Swider, the, initi- the addition to the lineup, replacing Justin Moore, who's usually starting at shooting guard. What do you think of this? Because I have to say, I did not expect a guy like Cole Swider to start for this team. He barely averages about 10 minutes per game, but it seems like Villanova's going to have to stuff the paint, and that's the strategy they're going with to stop the Pirates. Listen, there's a lot of things here that I'm not expecting. I did not expect Fire to come out of the jumbotron for each starter. That's fair. But going back to the starters, like you said, Cole Swider getting the start over Justin Moore. And Cole Swider and Justin Moore, they're kind of comparable. Justin Moore, a freshman. Cole Swider, a sophomore. So not only are you going for a little bit more experience, but you are going for that higher that size. And that's something that helped. Uh, Xavier in the game versus Seton Hall. Xavier went with that four forward look and right now Villanova doing the same thing with Swider as well as Samuels, Robinson Earl and Sadiq Bay. You know four forwards starting out again Seton Hall is a huge team by no stretch of the imagination they're atop the nation in their average size. So for Villanova they're trying to combat that size because they know that Seton Hall is going to be using that to their advantage. So again, a full forward look for Villanova. It could possibly see a, a good thing for Villanova to at least eliminate an early run that Seton Hall will go on. One of the biggest indicators that they got taken to the yard against Butler, the points in the paint margin. Butler 42, Villanova just 28. That is an insane blowout when it comes to playing in the paint. They were out-rebounded. They were outscored in terms of second-chance buckets. Really, it makes a lot of sense for them to try and stock the floor with more forwards, considering how big Seton Hall is. Yeah, you got to look at, you know, Seton Hall size. You have Sandra Mamakelis, really, 6'11". You have Romaro Gill, 7'2". Obiagu, 7'2". Um, you have Tyrese Samuels when he comes off the bench, 6'10". So, from top to bottom, Seton Hall is just that much bigger of a team. But again, they're having to combat that with the size. Again, going that full forward look. But Seton Hall, 
even if you're seeing that full forward look for Villanova, you cannot be scared to attack the paint because, again, the tallest person on this Villanova team is 6'9", and Jeremiah Robinson Earl, as well as Cole Swider. So you have two 6'9 players. You have a 6'11 player, a 7'2 player, a 6'10 player. You know, even the guards, you have a 6'4", Quincy McKnight, and 6'6", Roden at forward. So... Seton Hall still, even with Villanova going in this four-forward set, going with a little bit of a taller lineup, is still way taller than Villanova. They have to be able to use that to their advantage. You might sense that we're yelling, and it's because we are. This is a loud, rocking venue. 20,000 people, sellout crowd here in Philadelphia as both teams get set to take the tip off at the center circle. It'll be Gill going up against Robinson Earl. Pirates playing right to left across your radio dial. Villanova moving, of course, left to right. Throwback uniforms for both sides on the floor. Seton Hall wearing blue retro logos, white numbers and letters. Villanova with white jerseys, navy numbers and letters, and a big navy V across the chest. Pirates win the tip-off, and it goes into the hands of Quincy McKnight. Hands off to Powell, pulling up. Three on the way off the heel. No good, taken down by Robinson Earl. They bring it up the floor now. Robinson Earl with it here, pulling up, hands off to Moore, catch and shoot three, no good, rebounded by Mamu Kelishvili. And quick trigger for both teams early on in this one. So evidently the starting lineups we were given initially, not correct. Mamu Kelishvili's in for Roden, and Moore is in for Swider as Powell moves his way into the paint and scores on the reverse layup. 2-0, the Pirates lead, 9-20 left in the first half. Straight isolation ball by Miles Powell, dropping baseline and getting that reverse. Gillespie takes it across the center circle and moves his way over to the right wing. Now feeds Robinson Earl, top of the key. He holds, moves over to the right side, hands off Gillespie, catch and shoot three, bricks it off the side of the iron, rebounded by McKnight. Hand off to Kale here. He takes it the other way. Kale now to Mamu. Hand off to McKnight straight away. Now to Kale, left wing, drives into the lane, floater, front of the iron, no good, taken down by Robinson Earl. And it was a great pass by McKnight, understanding that Kale was open in the corner, but just unable to fall. Gillespie with it here, left wing. Holding now, handing off to Bay. Bay backs it out to midcourt. He holds, now drives, pulls up right of the lane. Off the back of the iron, taken down by McKnight. Quincy McKnight with it here on the right wing. Now wrapping it to Mamu Kelishvili on the left side. Cross court to McKnight now. Drives into the paint. The bucket and the foul for Quincy McKnight. As he'll head to the line for one, two, two. I'm sorry, 4-0, 18-20 left to go. And for, C and for C and Hall, you know, they started out with the three-pointer, but then they started settling down a little bit. They started attacking the paint again. Villanova going with that full forward look, but they are still very small inside of the paint. So a drive-in by Miles Powell, a drive-in by Quincy McKnight, and C and Hall trying to go on five-hole scoring run early. They call the foul on Justin Moore as McKnight hits his try from the line, 5-0 the score. Quincy McKnight really got lucky after that strange landing he took against Xavier. Thought it might be an extended absence for him. Came back against Georgetown. Did just fine. Now Samuels pulling up. Left elbow. Count it. Jermaine Samuels gets Villanova on the board. 5-2. 18 minutes left. Ten assists for Quincy McKnight in that last performance. Clearly not showing any signs of wear. And certainly that injury has not brought him down a bit. McKnight with it here, left wing. Now to Powell, catch and shoot three straight away. No good off the front of the iron. Taken down by Robinson early. Hands off to Gillespie, who takes it across midcourt. Gillespie end to end. Left elbow shakes McKnight to the baseline, looking for an option. The kick to the right corner. Three on the way from Robinson Earl. Rims in and out, taken down by McKnight. 
Great ball movement by Villanova so far along the perimeter. Memo Kelashvili top of the key with it. Hands off to Paolo, backs out to midcourt, cycles over the left side, handing off now to McKnight. McKnight holding here, top of the key, now finds Kale left wing. Kale holding, now back to McKnight, right wing, 10 to shoot. Finds Mamu, top of the key, driving to the baseline, the floater from Mamu, no good, rims in and out, and taken down by Bay. Right idea for the Pirates, they're getting the wide open looks, they just can't execute here as Gillespie takes it to the baseline. He holds, he's guarded by McKnight, posts up, passes cross court, right wing three, Robinson Earl, no good, off the iron. And Villanova, pretty good three-pointing team, shooting team, but just unable to get lucky. Powell with it here on the left wing for the Hall. He trips and falls. No one pushed him, though, and he kicks it back out. And no whistle. Ball rolled beyond the backcourt. McKnight gathered it. They're going to call a backcourt violation on the Pirates. Great defense by Moore just bellying up Powell, forcing him to trip. I thought it could have been possibly a foul because that just seemed weird the way that he fell, but... Again, nothing called by the referees. Great defense by Moore and a good possession for Villanova on the defensive side. Couple substitutions here for both sides. For Villanova, Samuels check out, checks out, replacing him. The forward, Demir Cosby Roundtree, a junior out of Philly, six foot nine. Jared Roden checking in for Mamu Kelashvili as Villanova takes it the other way. It's Bay working with it here to the right of the key. He holds, he's posting up, backing his way in. Now passes to the right wing. Holding here is Moore. Guarded by Mamu. Now drives to the basket, holds up, backs back out. Now Moore driving again. Left wing rejected by Gill, and it goes out of bounds. Romero Gill picking up right where he left off. Third in the country and blocks is Romero Gill, and he's showing exactly why. Yeah, and just being able to be that presence in the paint. You know, you're not always looking for a lot of blocks for him. As it seemed like Moore just might have just lost it on the way up, but the presence of Romero Gill just scared Moore on that one. I'm going to say the ball last went off Moore, so the Pirates get it back, and they bring it the other way. It's Powell end-to-end. Now to McKnight, left corner, three. No good, well off. The second-chance bucket by Roden is good, though, and it's 7-2 Pirates. And I believe Roden was fouled on the way up as well. So, again, Seton Hall just doing a great job at attacking the paint. Jared Roden leading the team in rebounds, and he was just in position, an air ball by McKnight, but being able to get that second-chance layup, and now he's on the line to shoot another one. The foul called on Moore, the contact on Roden, as Shavar Reynolds checks in, replacing Miles Powell. Very underrated defender is Shavar Reynolds. Played lockdown on Marcus Howard a couple of games ago, and he really has become such a glue guy for this Pirate program. And uh, a foul. Plays very significant minutes. And a foul by Moore, too. That was his second personal. So getting two personal fouls, and we'd even hit the under-16 media timeout. I guess the referees are trying to see if the ref or the foul was on Moore. But if it stays on Moore, that's two personal fouls in eight minutes. And Moore is a great player off the bench, at least for this Villanova team in this game, but usually in the starting lineup. Yeah, Justin Moore, even in a bench roll, 11 points per game. That's good for 25th highest average in the Big East. Villanova scoreless over the last two minutes. Kind of a similar pace to play to how we saw Villanova come out against Butler. Very streaky shooting. Butler able to control the run and keep the pressure off. And we're seeing a lot of that here. Poor shot selection from Villanova so far. And, and of course, stifling play down low from the Pirates, drawing fouls in the process. Yeah, you look at Seton Hall and... They didn't get anything from behind the arc. A lot of their points, all of their points besides the free throws, came from inside the paint. And Seton Hall, again, has to be able to continue to attack that because not only if you're attacking the paint, you're drawing those fouls. And if you draw those fouls, then see, Villanova, excuse me, has a very short bench. They usually play about seven, eight players. So if you get more into foul trouble, if you get other players into foul trouble early on, that's going to be in your benefit down the stretch. 
The foul does stand on Moore, so it gives uh, Jared Roden the opportunity to saddle up at the line and shoot one. Roden in his last appearance, 12 points, nine rebounds, two assists, and two for six from three against Georgetown earlier this week. He hits the shot, or misses the shot, excuse me, so it's seven to two still, 15.50 left in this half. Gillespie with it on the left wing, now wraps it to Bay, top of the key. Bay holding here, guarded by McKnight. Charges to the basket, loses control, and it's taken by Mamu Kalashvili. The strip by McKnight, and the rebound by Mamu. Now it's McKnight bringing it the other way. He holds on the right wing, now passes to Mamu, left wing. Mamu spins, dips, bucket. Mamu Kalashvili makes it 9-2, 15-25 left in the first. You have to look at Mamu to hit those shots like that. Ramaro Gill, his offense is a lot of pick and rolls as well as posting up. But Mamu Kalashvili, he can create his own shots, and he did that right there. Colin Gillespie driving to the baseline here. Can't get any ground on Quincy McKnight. Backs his way in. The step back, no good. Off the back of the heel and taken by Roden. Roden handing off now to McKnight. Takes it up the left wing. Quincy McKnight end-to-end, -end, drives into the paint, no good, kissing off the glass and down into the hands of Bay. A little too weak on that left-handed layup. Had the right idea, though, beat all the defense as Bay brings it the other way. Bay now end-to-end, -end, holding at the left elbow, no passing to the top of the key for Gillespie. He drives a little bit into the paint, now passes to the low post, holding his round tree, passes now to the left wing, Samuels on the way, long two counts. Jermaine Samuels makes it. 9-4, 14-30 left in the first. A little lapse on defense by McKnight. He showed help to the Samuels, but had to go to Gillespie and now in the open mid-range. Reynolds right wing handing off to McKnight. He moves up to the top of the key now. Passes to Roden straight away. Three, good. Jared Roden makes it 12-4. Pirates starting to run away a little bit. 14-15 left in the first. And instead of a pick and roll, a pick and pop by Roden. Setting one for Quincy McKnight and just swinging it right back. Roden wide open for the three, and he has to hit those in this one. A pair of substitutions setting up to come in for Villanova. One substitution on its way in for the Pirates at the next stoppage. Gillespie working with it here at the top of the key. He drives, now holds, passes to Samuels. Right wing three, he answers. Jermaine Samuels makes it 12-7, 13-50 left in the first. McKnight with it here, hands off to Reynolds' left wing. Passes cross court for Roden. Roden holding here. Now back to McKnight, top of the key. McKnight cycles over to the right side. Now cross court for Reynolds. Punches down low. He's got Gill. Gill out to Mamu Kalashvili, top of the key. Three good. 15 7 Pirates. And on that possession, playing inside out, getting it to Gill inside. You know that Villanova's going to crash in on Romaro Gill to play defense, but kicking it out to Sandra Mamu Kalashvili, and he is looking good so far. They're trading threes here at Wells Fargo Center as Bay. Gets set at the top of the key, moves over to the left wing. He moves over to the right side now, holds, looking for an option, passes to Gillespie. Gillespie driving to the bucket, loses control, and it's taken by Reynolds. Pirates doing great off of turnovers right now and forcing a lot of sloppiness for Villanova down low. With it here is Mamu Kalashvili, top of the key, passes to the left wing for Reynolds. Reynolds holding, now to Mamu down low. He's at the left block, backing his way in, the fader from Mamu. Rims in and out, taken down by Gillespie. Excellent defense by Robinson Earl, holding his ground. Gillespie end to end, we've got a whistle. It looks like we're gonna go to a timeout. It's a stoppage and they call the foul on Shavar Reynolds. So we're step aside here, 12.37 left to go in the first half. Pirates doing a great job controlling the Wildcats, 15 to seven the score, don't go anywhere. We'll be back with the action after this. You're listening to WSOU Sports Rewind. 
Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at WSOU Sports for more. My name is Quincy McKnight, and you're listening to Seeing Hall Men's Basketball on 89.5 FM WSOU. Bob Tui and Wilner Lewis back with you in the city of brotherly love. Seton Hall up 15-7 on the number 10 Villanova Wildcats. And Wilner, not a lot of game has passed so far, but I think it's clear to see the Pirates have had an early edge in the paint. They've been doing great in rebounds. Almost all their points have been scored in the paint. And really, Villanova just has not had an answer beside for a couple of very clutch threes. Yeah, you looked at it early, seeing all the tack in the paint, dropping into the basket and getting those looks inside. And then... Once the play started happening, once the game started flowing, Seton Hall started changing to a little bit of an inside outlook, passing it inside or driving it inside and then kicking it out. And that's what led to Seton Hall's points and they're sharing the ball as well. Rode at five points, Mamou Kalashvili with five points. For Villanova, a couple of bad breaks for them. They're shooting 33% so far in this one. But all of their points has come from Samuels. Samuels, a great player for Villanova. He had a broken hand last year, but he turned it, excuse me, two years ago, turned it on late last year, and he is stepping up with the absence of Gillespie. Gillespie playing guarded heavily by McKnight, guarded heavily by Reynolds as well. So all seven points for Villanova coming by Samuels, three for three for him. Yes, 100%. Now the Pirates, 9-1 in conference right now. That is the best 10-game start that they have had to begin any Big East play in program history. Phenomenal work by them to control the pace of play. Besides, obviously, from that horrible game against Xavier, they've been looking good, and now they're back to full strength with the addition of Sandro Mamoukalashvili. They've been easing him back into the lineup more and more. Starting today, big for him, coming off of that terrible wrist injury that kept him out for almost eight weeks. Yeah, Seton Hall, they're having an exceptional season, one of the best seasons in program history, but... This has been a stain on Seton Hall for the longest, being unable to win in Villanova. It's been 26 years since the last win at Villanova. Seton Hall, if they want to have an exceptional season, they need this one. Well, if they keep it up, they're going to snap that drought. Gillespie, right wing three on the way. No good off the weak side. But it's taken back by Villanova. Samuel's coming away with the board. He holds, now feeds Swider. Finishes it on the right wing. Three ball from Swider is good. 15-10, the lead for the Pirates. And that one, a long rebound, unable for Seton Hall to corral it and get it to the open three. Reynolds working with it here on the left wing, now passes to Powell, top of the key. Obiagu in for Gill, Samuel in for Mamu Kelishvili. Powell kicks to the left corner for Reynolds. Moves in a little bit, shoots, no good off the iron, taken down by Robinson Earl. That was great help defense by Gillespie, making that shot a little bit more difficult for Shavar. And it's Gillespie who takes it end to end. He's at the right of the paint, hands off now to Brandon Slater. Now pass to the left elbow to Swider again. No good. Taken down by Samuel. He hands off to Powell who brings it the other way. Powell driving into the paint. Puts up the floater off the glass and in. Miles Powell makes it 17-10 to stop the Villanova run. And a strong layup there. Robinson Earl was playing great help defense inside of the paint but Miles Powell won in that basket more. Just going right to him into his chest and getting the layup to fall. Gillespie top of the key guarded by Reynolds. He holds, now passes inside for Robinson Earl. Left elbow jumper, no good. Taken down by Roden. Jared Roden, just a phenomenal stopgap player for this Pirate team, coming in in the absence of Mamu Kelishvili playing the four. For someone his size, 6'6", playing power forward as he loses control of it. It's a very unorthodox role for him to fill, but he carries it well. Pirates bring it the other way. I'm sorry, Villanova brings it the other way. It's Slayer taking it end to end. Had the layup. 
but could not pull the trigger too strong and rebounded by Samuel. And slow to get up is Roden. I think he might have got hit in the in the face trying to go up for the rebound, but he's slowly grimacing, coming back on offense. Reynolds working with it on the right perimeter, hands to Powell, straight away three, it's pure. Miles Powell makes it a double-digit lead, 20-10, 10 and a half left in the first. And if you're seeing Hall, you need to play all 40 minutes against Villanova, and you need all 40 minutes from Miles Powell, that straightaway three gets him to seven on the afternoon. Gillespie on the right wing for Villanova, now backs out to midcourt. He holds, tries to get down low, absorbs contact from Obiagu, holds on to the ball, moving his way down low. We'll see what this is about. There's going to be a whistle. And it's going to be against Villanova. We're going to step aside. 20-10. Seton Hall leading right now. Another foul on Reynolds as we go to break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with the next half of the first after this. You're listening to WSOU Sports Rewind. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at WSOU Sports for more. My name is Romario Gill, and you're listening to Seton Hall Men's Basketball on 89.5 FM WSOU. Bob Tui, Wilner Lewis back with you at Wells Fargo Center. That last three from Miles Powell moves him into a tie for first place with Jeremy Hazel. 328 made threes. That is tied for the most in program history for the Hall. Talk about a momentous occasion for Miles Powell. Tied for first, his next three-pointer brings him definitively into the lead. What a legacy he's going to leave behind for the Pirates. Yeah, and even with that three-pointer as well, not only for the first in program in made threes, but he is also tied right now in Seton Hall's history, third in scoring in Big East play. So Miles Powell just adding on to the record books in this one. And again, you need all 40 minutes out of him. You're going to need all 40 minutes out of Miles Powell as well as the Seton Hall Pirates. But for Seton Hall playing stout defense, playing exceptional offense, 50% from the field, holding Villanova to a two-minute scoring drought, and they're going to need a lot more from that because Villanova is a great team, and they're also a better second-half team. Something interesting that I observed as I was reading up on the Pirates, Miles Powell obviously just hit that mark for a first in program history, um, but it took him 30 fewer threes than Jeremy Hazel to reach that mark. So Miles Powell, very efficient over the course of his four years here to edge himself uh, quickly into possession of that mark, the, the, the most threes made in Seton Hall history. Yeah, and he really wants to make that presence known. He really wants to leave his mark at Seton Hall, hence why he returned back after last year after testing the NBA draft waters, and he even admitted when talking about this game and how Seton Hall has not won in Villanova in 26 years, he recognized that that's one feat that he has not done. He's in the record books for all of these things with Seton Hall, but the one thing that he hasn't done in his career was win in Villanova. As, the, as both teams get set to resume play here, Mamu Kelashvili back in for the Pirates, replacing Tyree Samuel. Same five returning to the floor for Villanova. Wildcats scoreless over the last two minutes. Another big drought for them where they just have not been able to find an answer and execute on any of their plays. And it's great for Seton Hall because in that two-minute span, it was a lot of their bench units. You saw Shavar get extended minutes. You saw Samuels get minutes as well. And they were able to hold it their own. Gillespie inbounds it from under the basket. He finds Swider top of the key. The handoff now to Robinson Earl. Moves his way over to the left elbow. Holding here is Robinson Earl. Finds Gillespie down low. The handoff now taken away by Mamu Kelashvili. They bring it back the other way. He hands off now to Powell. Powell working with it at midcourt. Hands off now to McKnight, who holds and drains some clock. 
He straight away moves over to the right side. Mamu Kelashvili still working with it. Drives into the paint, puts it up, looking for the lob. He had Obiagu, but he could not control it, and it's taken by Gillespie. Gillespie feeding Swider, fast break three, no good. Rebound by McKnight. McKnight to Powell now, cross court on the left wing, pulling up. Powell, no good off the front of the iron. Had contact there too, knocked down by Samuels, but no whistle. Gillespie brings it the other way. Hands off to Bay now on the left wing. Bay holds here and starts to back his way up into the paint. He's guarded tightly by Kale, and we've got a whistle. Yeah, the referees was allowing that one to happen a little bit. Kale was just undermatched with that defensive assignment, trying to guard up Sadiq Bay and Sadiq Bay from the three-point line, started backing down Miles Kale. Kale kept extending his arms, kept hand-checking, but eventually the ref said this is too much, and he called the foul. Swider and Robinson Earl out. Moore and Cosby Roundtree back in for Villanova. Kale's foul is his first. Villanova inbounding it from under their basket. Bay finds Samuels on the right corner. He holds. Now finds Gillespie at the right elbow. Back to Samuels. The three is good. 20-13. to 13, Jermaine Samuels makes it with just under nine minutes left in the first. Miscommunication between McKnight and, and Mamou Kalashvili. They're trying to play help defense, but just lost Samuels in the easy three-pointer for him. Indeed, he was wide open there on the right wing as the Pirates look to respond. Quincy McKnight with it here, feeding Gill with the lob, blocked by Gillespie, who got up to take it away. Gillespie brings it end to end, charges into the lane, head of steam, fakes out. Gill can't get the bucket, but he does draw the contact, and he'll head to the line for two. And that was two attempted lobs while seeing Hall, but Villanova and Jay Wright doing their scouting homework. On the first one, Robinson Earl was able to crash in and prevent that lob from happening. This one, Cosby Roundtree was able to come down and stop the lob from happening. And seeing Hall, they need to start playing their pace. They need to continue to swing the ball around. Those lobs are not going to work with Villanova knowing what's going to come. Jay Wright, owner of a 587 and 265 record as the head coach of the Villanova Wildcats. Phenomenal work. Like, you, you can't even put into words what he means to this program. There, there really is no modern Villanova without Jay Wright. They are synonymous. Not at all, and he has two national championships under his belt, too, so great job by him. Gillespie misses both his tries from the line, so it remains 20-13, to 13, but Villanova gets it back off an errant rebound. Bay, right wing three, no good off the heel. We've got another whistle. Powell came down with it. It looks like there's going to be a foul against Villanova. Cosby Roundtree called with the foul. Pirates regain possession. It'll be Mambu Kalashvili inbounding it from under the Villanova basket. After the second missed free throw when everybody was trying to come into the paint, Kevin Willard got extremely upset about it because he thought a foul was called, and then on that rebound, it's, I guess, a make foul. McKnight off the inbound pass. He's on the right perimeter. Holding here. Villanova just one for their last seven. McKnight cycling over to the left side now. Now to the top of the key for Kale. Kale holding here, looking to drive in, shakes the defender, almost loses control, pulls up, left elbow, it's good. Miles Kale with the stutter step after regaining possession of the ball, 22-13, Pirate lead. And Robinson Earl playing great defense on Kale, making Kale lose control of the ball, but Kale, a great player, able to regain the control and go up for the mid-range shot. Moore at midcourt right now for Villanova, looking for a pass, 7.40 left in this half as Moore brings it over to the left wing. Now moves over to the right of the paint. He spins, guarded by McKnight, kicks out. Samuel straight away, no good off the side of the iron, and it goes out of bounds. With that stoppage, we'll head to another break. The Pirates ahead by nine, 22-13. 
You're listening to WSOU Sports Rewind. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at WSOU Sports for more. Bob Tui and Wilner Lewis back with you at Wells Fargo Center. Students getting ready to shoot a half-court shot. He puts it up, and it's no good. Very close, though. We're back to the game. Villanova won for their last eight from the field. Very inconsistent shooting. It's why they trail by nine, but really you'd like to see more out of Gillespie. He is scoreless right now for the Wildcats and missed two free throws. Very uncharacteristic of him in the early goings of this game. It seems like Gillespie is playing a lot of isolation basketball um, early on in this half. It seems like when he's getting the ball, he's just trying to cross over whatever Seton Hall defender is on him, and it's not working because Seton Hall is playing great defense. And then, like you said, Villanova won for the last eight. On that last possession, it was just a two-ball between Moore as well as Robinson and Earl trying to get a screen and get a good look. But great switches by McKnight and Mamu Kelashvili on those screens, and it just led to an errant shot by Samuels at the end of it. And now with a long rebound going out of bounds, but seeing Hall, again, communicating on a defensive end, playing well, shutting down anything that's coming their way as well as just playing help defense. They just need to step up on their offense a little bit more. You know, Seton Hall right now shooting 50% still from the floor. Miles Powell with seven points. Mamu Kelashvili with five points himself. But they're seeming to now go away from their ball. Starting to go away from passing the ball, finding open looks to a little bit more isolation ball. It worked out for Miles Kale on that last offensive uh, main shot that he made. But down the stretch, Seton Hall is a team that characterizes themselves on sharing the ball getting those open looks, and making the defense work because the ball moves faster in the air than on the ground at the end of the day. The five returning to the floor right now for the Wildcats, Samuels, Moore, Bay, Robinson, Earl, and Gillespie. The five on the floor right now for the Hall, Powell, Roden, McKnight, Gill, and Mamu Kalashvili. Villanova has 13 points. Samuels responsible for 10 of them. He's been carrying the work to this point. Nobody else really stepping up and making an impact for this Wildcat program as McKnight works with it on the right perimeter. Holding here is Quincy McKnight. Hands off now to Mamou. The left wing now for Roden. He holds now back to McKnight on the right side. Cross court to Roden now. He holds. Now to Powell. Top of the key from Trenton. No good. Miles Powell pulling up from basically the logo. Not a high-quality look for him at all. 22-13 still, 6.50 left. Villanova with it. Left corner three, and it's good. Sadiq Bay drills one from his sweet spot. 22-16, Villanova clawing their way back in. And if there's somebody that you don't want to leave open, it's Sadiq Bay. He leaves the Big East in three-point percentage. Indeed he does. An absolutely dominant three-point shooter, and we've got an offensive foul called on the hall. Quincy McKnight, first personal foul of the contest, and Villanova gets it back. A moving screen by him, but he is in utter disbelief, hands out, asking the referee what's going on. Nothing gets changed, though. It's not going to get reviewed. Has, there's six minutes left in the first half here. But, again, a moving screen by Quincy McKnight, and this might be the fire that Villanova needs to get back in this one. Miles Kale back in the game, replacing, replacing Jared Roden, I should say. Couldn't see his jersey. As Gillespie takes it in 10, moves into the paint, loses control. Goes out of bounds. We'll see who this whistle's on. They're going to call a kick ball before the pass. So Villanova getting lucky on that one as they were retain possession. But it seemed like it would went off of Villanova had play continued. 
It did indeed look that way. To my eye, it seemed it look off, went off of Villanova's hand and out of bounds at the baseline. But we play on here. It's Moore inbounding it from under the bucket. Feeds Gillespie in the left corner. He holds. Now finds Robinson Earl to the left of the paint. He drives in. Posts up Gill. Spinning. No good off the bottom of the iron. But they call a foul on Gill. Robinson Earl did a great job at showing the shoulder and then going the other way. And it, mo it moved Gill to the opposite side. So once Robinson Earl went the other way, Gill went across Earl's body. And uh, an easy call for the referees. Seton Hall couldn't believe the foul. But, again, it was a great move by Robinson Earl. And now he's going to the free throw line for a two-point trip. Jeremiah Robinson Earl, a freshman out of Overland Park, Kansas, and an All-American in high school, heavily recruited by Kansas in his time in high school, opted to move his way over to the East Coast. A couple substitutions as Moore checks out, replaced by Brandon Slater. Obiagu in for Powell, or excuse me, not for Powell, for Gill. That would have been something, huh? That would have been an insane mismatch of epic proportions. Gill, though, with two fouls. Coach Willard opting just to sit him on the bench for a little bit. Robinson Earl hits his second try, so it's 22-17, 6.15 left in the first half. And that's the first made free throw for Villanova, too. A, a good free throw shooting team, but uncharacteristically 33% so far in this one. McKnight, left wing. Now to Mamu Kalashvili, top of the key. The handoff to Kale. Now back to McKnight on the left side. Hands to Powell, drives to the basket. The floater and the foul. They called a charge on that one instead of a blocking foul. It was a great job by, I believe it was Gillespie coming in and making sure he was outside of the restricted zone, knowing that Powell was going to go up for the shot. And Seton Hall getting a couple of bad breaks. They have seven personal fouls so far in the first half. Villanova only three. So with the deficit only being five points for Villanova, they have opportunity to make it a one-possession game. Two very questionable calls going against the Seton Hall Pirates, but the Wildcats not complaining. Down by five as Gillespie takes it to the house. Now kicks out. Left corner three from Robinson Earl. Rims in and out. Rebound by Kale. Kale finds Big Knight who brings it across on the right side. Backs out to the center circle now. Moves over to his left. Big Knight. Now to Powell at the top of the key. He holds, dribbles behind his back. Now pass to the left corner. McKnight drives to the baseline, loses control, taken back by Villanova. That was Samuels with the steal. He feeds Moore, who takes it to the baseline. Moore to Robinson. Oh, with the two-handed slam. Villanova with the heat check, 22-19. What an emphatic bucket there for the Wildcats. And Obiago tried to play help on the defense, but another player in the paint for Villanova. An easy two-handed slam by Robinson Earl. And with that, Villanova slowly crawling back in. A 6-0 run for them. And now a one-possession game. Pirates call timeout. We'll keep it here. It's a 30-second break. Villanova, 6-0 run like you mentioned. But Seton Hall scoreless over the last three minutes. Talk about a turn in fates for these two teams. You saw Villanova with two early droughts. Seton Hall, though, unable to buy a bucket for the last three. Yeah, and you got to look at the, the turnovers, especially those last two. You got the charge call by Miles Powell. That was great defense by uh, Gillespie coming into the paint and just you know, drawing that charge. And then a turnover by Quincy McKnight dropping baseline, just lost the ball, lost possession. So Villanova doing a great job at playing stout defense, and it's leading to offense for them. Seton Hall led by as much as 10 points. 
so far in this game, but Villanova is showing why they're the number 10 team in the nation, why they're regarded as one of the best teams in college basketball so far in recent memory, crawling their way back up. And again, a three-point deficit for Villanova, but then now they have another chance to maybe play some more stout defense and make it a tied ball game. More often than not, when the Pirates take on the Wildcats, their games are settled by four points or less. I have a feeling we're cruising to a similar outcome tonight as the Pirates inbound it from just inside their half of the court. McKnight with it here, backing out to the center circle. Moves over to the right side. Now to Mamu Kalashvili, top of the key. He holds, now back to McKnight at the left elbow. Pulls up, no good off the glass, and taken down by Robinson Earl. And Robinson Earl doing a great job of getting in position, getting in front of Obiagu. Bay holds here on the right wing for Villanova. Backs his way into the paint. Spins, puts it up. No good, but he gets the whistle. And another matchup against Sadiq Bay, guarded by Miles Kale. Kale just unable to guard Bay when he backs down into the post. And going up on that one, almost seemed like it would have went in, but just a little too much finesse on the ball, rimmed out, and now he'll go to the line to shoot two and extend this run that Villanova's on. And indeed he does hit it. Shavar Reynolds checks in for the Pirates, replacing Miles Kale. And going a little bit of a smaller lineup, you have the two, three guards set. You have one forward, one center. So Seen Hall trying to see if they can work something with that lineup out on the floor. Both of base shots from the line are good, so it's a one-point game. 22-21, 4.30 left in the first. Mamu Kalasvili pressured tightly by Gillespie, but he brings it across midcourt. The press in action for the Villanova Wildcats finds McKnight on the opposite side of the floor. McKnight at midcourt. Moves his way over to the left wing. We've got a whistle offensive foul on the Pirates. And that's something that Obiago just has not learned. He tries to cut into the basket before he sets his feet on the screen. And that one is something that happened against Xavier when seeing all lost. It happened here. Again, you have to set your screen, get your man to run into you, and then cut in. Obiagu just a little too quick on the trigger and an easy call, an easy moving screen for the referees. Obiagu, three turnovers in his six minutes on the floor. Not a great stat line for him. Gillespie had it, but they call a foul on Villanova, so the ball goes back Seton Hall's way. And a similar call, Sadiq Bay this time getting tagged for the foul. He just tried to run and go back and screen McKnight, but another moving screen as he did not set his feet to set the screen. And Seton Hall getting a break there as Villanova possibly could have took the lead on that offensive possession, but now Seton Hall could extend their lead. They're on a scoring drought over the last three and a half minutes, so they need to find something. They need to swing the ball around and get a good look. To my count, that's the fourth moving screen over the first half. Aggregate for both sides as McKnight takes it end-to-end. Spinning off the glass and the foul. Quincy McKnight gets it to fall. And with that, we're going to step aside. Jermaine Samuels called with the foul his second. 24-21. Seton Hall leads over the number 10 Villanova Wildcats. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with the rest of the first after this. You're listening to WSOU Sports Rewind. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at WSOU Sports for more. My name is Alexander Mamakilashvili, and you're listening to Sino Hall Basketball here on 89.5 FM WSOU. Bob Tuohy and Wilner Lewis back for you for WSOU Sports. Seton Hall leading Villanova 24-21. 
Seton Hall also falling victim to a couple of very costly turnovers that allowed Villanova to turn a 10-point lead for the Pirates into just a three-point lead at this point, namely four turnovers over the last four minutes. A lot of those coming from Obiagu, but a bunch on, I would say, questionable calls from the officiating crew here at Wells Fargo Center. Yeah, those four turnovers over the last four minutes, they weren't losing the ball turnovers. They were just offensive fouls that turned into turnovers. You had the charge by Quincy McKnight, you had the charge by Miles Powell, you had the moving screen by Obiago and another um, moving screen for Seton Hall. So over the last couple of things, you know, Seton Hall just unable to be fundamentally sound, which led to those turnovers. But Quincy McKnight still being aggressive before that timeout, driving into the basket. It seemed like it was a 50-50 call between a charge and a blocking foul for Samuels. The referees called it a blocking foul, and Seton Hall needed that to end that scoring drought that they were on and to extend their lead with about four minutes left. Seton Hall still the dominant team in the paint, 14 points below the basket to just two for Villanova. You're listening to 89.5 FM WSOU in South Orange, New Jersey. Seton Hall again taking on the Villanova Wildcats as they get set to resume play coming out of a media timeout. Such a talented cast of characters on both sides of the floor. I mean, Miles Powell, obviously, a standout preseason player nationwide who has evolved into such a dynamic scorer for this Pirate program. Uh, Jared Roden developing into a standout of his own as well, playing in a position that is not his own. And then for Villanova, you got to look at Sadiq Bey. And, of course, Colin Gillespie, the dynamic duo for them getting the job done, really is a, a, a one-two punch for both sides in terms of scoring. Yeah, but the thing is, in this game, Seton Hall utilizing all of those pieces. Again, Seton Hall is a very deep team. Villanova, not as deep. They got 21 points. A majority of those points coming from Samuels. He's four for five so far in the game. And then you have Sadiq Bay with five points tagged on his name. But Seton Hall just needs to be able to continue to allow themselves to allow those other players to get to the basket and score points. Big night hitting from the line. It's 25-21. We're just under four minutes to go in the first half. Quincy McKnight coming off an 8.10 assist performance against Georgetown as Gillespie brings it across the timing stripe. Now backing his way into the paint. Kicks to the top of the key. More for three. No good. And rebounded by McKnight. McKnight on the right side of the perimeter for the Pirates. Looking for an option. He holds, now passes cross court to Reynolds. Now Reynolds down low to Samuel, spinning, losing control. It's out of bounds. And we'll see who it's against. They're going to say it was last touched by Villanova. The Pirates regain possession. Yeah, Samuels was backing down Bay and tried to spin out. While he spun out, he lost possession of the ball. But Bay hitting the deck to try to save the ball just rolled right out of bounds and seeing Hall retain possession. Catch and shoot three from Powell. No good off the back of the iron, but rebounded by Samuels in the paint. Putting up the shot, no good. The Pirates again come away with it. It was Reynolds this time. But he loses control. It goes out of bounds. Villanova ball. The Pirates unable to capitalize on what would have been a great second-chance bucket. Samuels was behind Gillespie um, in terms of the rebound, but was able to go there and get the rebound, try to go back up. But Gillespie, as well as Moore, doing a great job of getting to the paint, swarming inside and making that shot frustrating for Reynolds. And then Reynolds tried to get it one more time and at least go on the offensive side, but was unable to get it again because Gillespie and Moore was just there smothering Shavar. 
Gillespie brings it across the center circle. Now hands off to Moore at the top of the key. Moore driving, backing his way in, has space, loses control, taken away by Powell. Great job by Powell, swatting it down at the ball. Got all the ball there. Getting tricky territory when you try to attempt a block like that, but Powell came away with it, and he works with it on the left side. Holding here is Powell. He's back out to around the V at midcourt. Now driving his way in. Fakes, passes the right wing. McKnight for three. Again, no good. Bounces off the heel. Taken down by Villanova. Gillespie brings it the other way. Gillespie drives to the basket. Puts it up and in. Colin Gillespie over the head of Quincy McKnight. And as Gillespie understanding that Seton Hall still getting back on defense. Going with a small lineup, but nobody in the paint for Seton Hall. Just getting to the rack and an easy layup in the front of the rim. Gillespie's first points of the game, almost 18 minutes in. Long range three for Memu Kalashvili. No good. Gillespie comes down with it, and he's fouled on the rebound by Samuel. And that was just a lazy foul by Samuel. Was not in position to get the ball. Was nowhere near the ball, just extending his arm out. Getting Gillespie in the face. He's holding his nose right now, but he'll walk to the free throw line to shoot two as Seton Hall 10 personal fouls so far in the first half. That is a pretty fast clip to accrue those 10 personal fouls. Two on the head of Reynolds and two on the head of Kale, two on the head of Gill as well. They got to be careful. Those are essential role players for this Pirate program as Gillespie gets set to shoot two. Very surprised by how little offense we've seen out of Colin Gillespie. Finished that last game against Butler with 28 points. He was scoring from start to finish in that one. The Pirates have had an answer for him, though, pretty much every step of this game. Yeah, they had an answer for him, but it was Samuels that had to charge early on. But now, as Seton Hall starts to guard up on Samuels a little bit more, that's going to open the way for Gillespie. Gillespie makes it a tie game with those free throws. 25 apiece, 220 left in the half. 20,000 people on their feet. McKnight on the right side. Moves it back up to the top of the key. Cycles over to his left. Now to Powell. Drives to the bucket. The dribble drive. No good. And Villanova comes away with it. It's Gillespie with the rebound. Bring it end to end. I steps into the paint. Puts it up. No good off the heel. But he comes down with his own board. Con Gillespie now backs out to the right wing. Cross court to Bay. Bay with the drive. Pulling up. Bay, step back. It's good. And Villanova leads for the first time this afternoon, 27-25. Sadiq Bay proving why he's one of the elite scorers in the Big East, putting it in over the head of Sandro Mamoukelashvili. McKnight on the left side for the Pirates. At the head of the circle now for Powell. Moves over to the right wing. Stripped. Taken away. Bay. End to end. High step. Slam. Sadiq Bay with back to back heat checks on the Seton Hall Pirates. If you thought the crowd was loud before, listen to it now. Four points for Bay in the last two possessions. 29 25 Villanova leads. And now as the Pirates bring it the other way. They lose control, it goes out of bounds, but they're going to now call a foul on Villanova, so the Pirates with a chance to settle down the pace a little bit as they'll inbound it from under the basket. An 8-0 scoring run over the last minute and a half for Seton Hall, or excuse me, Villanova, and that's how you're going to be able to wake up the crowd. Seton Hall scoreless over the last three minutes, just unable to find any offense down the stretch. McKnight down low to Powell, puts it in off the glass, another stoppage. They will not call... Or they will not say that bucket went. A personal foul, foul on the Slater. floor. 
on the floor by Slater. He was guarded by Miles Powell. Excuse me, was guarding Miles Powell. And Powell just trying to run around the baseline, get separation. Slater grabbed him on the jersey, grabbed him on the side. An easy call for the referees as he extended that jersey. Slater steps out. Justin Moore checks back in for the Wildcats. Powell shooting two. We're under a minute left to go in this first half as Powell hits his first try from the line. Miles Powell, 34 points against Villanova. I cannot get over that stat line. Seven rebounds, three assists, and four for 13 from beyond the arc. He attempts a lot of three-point shots. That really is the only drawback to his game is that he's not necessarily a consistent three-point shooter as he hits his second try from the line, 29-27, the Wildcats lead. But even so, he is on the verge of making history here. His next three brings him into first all-time sole possession in three-pointers made for the Pirates. Listen, he's a shooter, and you know what they say about shooters. They're going to shoot, so you'll like him to take a lot of those shots because you know he's going to make a good clip of them. Full-court press here for the Pirates. Gillespie holding, drives into the lane, shakes Reynolds at the baseline. Now kicks out. Moore straight away. No good off the front of the iron. Rebounded by Kale. Kale handing off now to McKnight, top of the key. McKnight holds at the left elbow, now punches back out to Mamu. The drive from Mamu, no. Back out to McKnight. McKnight driving to the basket, trying to kiss it off the glass, taken down by Moore. 23 seconds left to go in the half, no shot clock. Villanova takes a timeout to talk some strategy. They, they understand how important this possession in this basket is. If Villanova could get possibly a three or a two, make it a two-possession game going into halftime. Both of these teams are great in the second half. Seton Hall, though, have shown time in and time out how good they can play in the second half. So Jay Wright, understanding that he needs to take this timeout and try to talk the strategy, like you said, figure out what play they have, because essentially they have a pretty full game clock with them, 21 seconds left until the end of the first half. So you got to wonder whose number is Jay Wright going to call? Is he going to call Gillespie? Is he going to call Samuels, who's been hot so far in the first half? Is he going to call Bay, who's been hot over the last two or three minutes? So Seton Hall, defensively, they're going to have to figure out whose hand is going to go to, but they have to be able to communicate on the defensive side, be able to switch, be able to, you know, not play, play clean defense, not get a petty foul, because this is important if you're seeing all going into halftime breakdown too is way better on the scoreboard as well as in your mental than being down by four or five there'll be Sadiq Bay inbounding it from just inside Villanova's half of the the floor Seton Hall 0 for their last six one for their last nine and scoreless over the last four minutes Bay feeds Samuels top of the key he holds now out to Gillespie who backs out to midcourt Gillespie draining clock. Ten seconds left to go in the first. He moves over to the right perimeter. Now drives. Gillespie pulls up. Left elbow. Yes! Colin Gillespie makes it a 31-27 game as time expires to end the first half here at Wells Fargo Center. What started as a Seton Hall Pirate runaway has very quickly turned into a Villanova-dominated game. And Gillespie, we were scoreless throughout a majority of that first half. But he has six points to his name, Sadiq Bay. Nine points to him, one of the ten players named on the Julius Irving Awards list. And then Samuel starting out the game hot. Ten points for him. He had that early on, started to slow down a little bit. For now, if you're seeing Hall, you can't focus on one player in the second half because now everybody's starting to warm up. Again, Gillespie with six, Bay with nine, Samuels with ten. You're going to have to start guarding up everybody on the defensive side. Meanwhile, for Seton Hall offensively, 
Throughout the first half of the first half, they were shooting at 50%. Now heading into the halftime break, 37%. They have to be able to find their offense. Once again, they were they did not make a field goal over the last four minutes in this first half. So you got to wonder what's going to be talked about by Kevin Willard and his team in that first half, and we're just going to have to wait and see. It seemed early on like all the threats for Villanova were pretty much contained. Now everybody's a threat, and the Pirates are going to have a lot to handle when they come out of this break. We'll step aside, and in 15 minutes we'll get things back. We got a close one, 31-27. The Wildcats leading your Seton Hall Pirates. You're listening to WSOU Sports Rewind. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at WSOU Sports for more. We're back with you at Wells Fargo Center here in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Bob Tuohy alongside Wilner Lewis, Seton Hall trailing the Villanova Wildcats 31-27. to And one of the biggest reasons we were talking about why that happened, Wilner, Seton Hall let the Wildcats go on a 12-5 to run to end that half. Seton Hall having a lot of difficulty from beyond the arc. And on top of that, despite Villanova being a significantly smaller team than the Pirates, the only difference in terms of rebounding is just one board. What gives? I don't, Seton Hall just again in that back half of the first half just seemed like they, they were satisfied with their 10-point lead that they had with about 10 minutes left in that game. And then once that flipped, Villanova flipped the switch and they were able to turn it on. And that's due to Gillespie starting to cook up a little bit. Sadiq Bay, nine points for him. He started to get on fire a little bit. In the beginning, it was just Samuel scoring, but then other contributors for Villanova started stepping up their game. But the positive for Seton Hall, it is only a four-point deficit that they're in entering the second half, and they are historically a good second-half team in this season. They average about 32 points in the first half, 41 in the second half, 40 point, 40 percent from the field in the first half 49 percent from the field in the second half and they outscore opponents by about 7.5 points in the second half so Seton Hall needs to be able to buckle down they need to clean up their act offensively the turnovers and the personal fouls and they just need to be able to just get back to what let them get that double digit lead in that first half and you saw through the early goings of that first half it was Jermaine Samuels really keeping the Villanova Wildcats in the game 10 points through the first 10 minutes. Sadiq Bay and Colin Gillespie, pretty much a non-factor. But then, boy, did they turn on the gas in the final 10 minutes of that first half. Uh, Gillespie finishing with six points. Bay with nine. Both of them hitting very clutch buckets. Essentially heat-checking the Pirates completely and preventing the Pirates from carrying any momentum whatsoever into that break. And now it's time for seeing all to get back to... Their defensive strategy again in this second half. They just need to be able to shut everybody down. I know coming in game time, they knew that Gillespie was going to be able to go off. They knew that Sadiq Bay was going to be able to go off. They knew that Samuels was going to be able to go off. And they did in the back half of that first half. It's time for them to recuperate. It's time for them to go back to the basics. Nova starts with the ball to begin this second half. They're moving right to left across your radio dial. Seton Hall bringing it left to right. The five on the floor right now for Nova, Gillespie, Moore, Samuels, Robinson, Earl, and Bay. And it's Gillespie working with it down low. Charges to the baseline, holds, and brings it over to the right wing. Fakes, tries to drill it back into the baseline, guarded tightly by McKnight. Bay from three, and it's blocked by Powell. No foul called, and the Pirates get possession off that massive block there on Bay. And even on top of that, too, it was isolation ball for Gillespie for a majority of that possession. Roden with it on the right wing. Hands now to McKnight. Swings it to him on the left wing. 
McKnight holds, now drives into the paint, puts up the lob, and no, he cannot finish. That was Gill looking to finish on the jam, and he couldn't get it down. That's the third time the Pirates have attempted an alley-oop and could not pull the trigger on it. Nova brings it the other way. Stripped, though, by McKnight. He streaks the other way. Gillespie on him. Moves into the lane. No good. The tip-in by Mamu, also no good, and it's taken down by Robinson Earl. Sloppy offensive possessions by both teams starting this second half. That's when you got to slow it down if you're the Pirates. You don't really have numbers there. When Colin Gillespie's right on you, you got to back it out, give your teammates a chance to set up, and then hope for a bucket to bring yourselves back into this one. 18 and a half left in the second. Gillespie, left wing three on the way. No good off the front of the iron, rebounded by Gill. He hands off to Powell. An open look as McKnight was trying to play help on the cutting Robinson Earl, but... Powell for three, it's good! And from the right wing, Miles Powell makes it 329. First overall in three pointers made for this Pirate program history at Wells Fargo Center. And that's the medicine that Seton Hall needs to start off this second half. A little dose of Miles Powell does not hurt anybody. A record that stood for 15 years now belongs to Miles Powell as Villanova works it down low. It's Robinson Earl spinning around Gill, posting up, loses control. Gill with the block taken by Powell. Great job by Gill, just keeping his hands up, not jumping for the block. Miles Powell spins his way around. Step back three off the side of the iron, taken down by Bay. I mean, Powell was trying to get fancy on that one, spinning back and stepping back. If he would have made that, woo-wee. Gillespie end-to-end floater from the free throw line, no good, taken by Mamu. Fast play for both sides, 17 and a half left. It's a one-point game, 31-30, Seton Hall trails. A whistle here. Powell did get the bucket, but they're going to say no basket. And a great job by Miles Powell. Again, seeing Villanova trying to get back into their defense. Nobody really in the paint for them, so Powell just put his head down and drove into the basket. A blocking foul for Villanova, and Seton Hall will have an opportunity again on the offensive side, but just getting into that defense. McKnight inbounding it from the baseline. It was Jermaine Samuels with the pet, with the foul as Powell takes the ball on the left wing. Feeds Gill down low. Another whistle. Looks like it's going to go again against Villanova. Sadiq Bay called with the block. Yeah, Bay tried to come down as Gill was coming to um, slice into the paint, but continues to slide, being in that restricted zone, another easy blocking foul, even though the fans thought it was a charge. McKnight again inbounding it from the baseline, finds Powell in the left corner. Powell holding, cycling up to the top of the key. To Roden, right corner, three, count it! Jared Roden drags the Pirates back into this one, 33-31, they now lead. And a great Seton Hall showing here in Wells Fargo Center as there is a lot of cheers that started to go out as that three-pointer went in for Roden. Villanova now slowing the tempo down a little bit. It's Slater with it at the top of the key. Slater dribbling, guarded by Mamu, gets the screen, charges to the basket, kiss off the glass, no good. Rebounded by Gill. Gill feeds Powell, streaking end to end. Powell off the glass, and he gets it to go in. One. Miles Powell with the heat check. Wait a minute. No, no, they call an offensive foul now. Bit of a miscommunication there on the floor between the officials, but they do levy the punishment against Miles Powell, so no bucket. 33-31, still the score, 16.50 left in the second half. Miles Powell called with the charge. And that would have been the momentum that Seton Hall needed if Miles Powell was able to get that and one bucket, but the refs calling the charge. But a great block by Romaro Gill showing his length on the defensive side, and he's going to need to step it up a little bit more. Robinson Earl at the right elbow, charges to the basket, posts up against Gill. Backs his way in, spinning, 
No good rejected by Gill. Romero, Gill got all seven, two of them on that one and dragged it back into his palms. Pirates take it across the center circle. It seems like Gill might have an earpiece in his ear listening to the broadcast. Something like that. McKnight with it now on the left wing. The drive to the baseline, can't finish the floater. Rebound by Robinson Earl. He hands off to Gillespie. Gillespie losing control at the head of the circle, but regaining. Pass to the right wing now for Bay. Pull up, Bay, heat check. Sadiq Bay makes it a 34-33 Villanova lead. Right into the face of Miles Powell, too, with that three-pointer. McKnight dribbles it across the timing stripe and holds now on the left wing. Passes to Roden, top of the key. Roden holds, now to Mamu, wide open, left wing three, bang! Sandro Mamu Kalashvili trading shots with the Villanova Wildcats, 36-34 Pirate lead. Great ball movement, great screens getting set by Roden. Easy pass to Mamu Kalashvili, wide open in that left wing. Nobody on Mamu that gives him eight points in the game to go alongside four rebounds. Robinson are all with it here at the free throw line. Drives to the baseline, holds, posts up. Kicks to the top of the key. Straight away for Samuels. Shovels down low. Back to Robinson Earl on the give and go, and it's good. Jeremiah Robinson Earl knots it up at 36-36, 15 minutes left in the second. And with Mamu biting on that pump fake, Gale trying to come up to play a little help defense that allowed the easy pass and the easy layup by Robinson Earl. McKnight, left wing. Holds. Drives. Lob. Gill holds. Couldn't finish it, but retains possession. Tried to hand off to Mamu. Mamu just opts to punch it out to midcourt. McKnight, four to shoot, three on the way, no good. Rebounded by Gill, Gill with the put back in the lead. 38-36, 14-30 left in the second. And that is the sheer size of Romaro Gill. It was a great boxing out by Robinson Earl, but Romaro Gill, all seven, two of him, going up and getting that one, as well as getting Robinson Earl on the ground, too. Romaro Gill, not that big, but... Bodied him up there on that rebound in the putback. Well, he's big, tall. He certainly is not big, bulky. That's like Obiagu. But still, Gill with phenomenal paint play to this point. Samuel trying to drive in, lowers the shoulder, sends McKnight to the floor, and we've got a whistle here. And we'll step aside. Foul called on Quincy McKnight for blocking. And as we go to a break, Seton Hall leads 38-36 to over the Villanova Wildcats. We'll be back with the rest of the action for the second half after this. You're listening to WSOU Sports Rewind. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at WSOU Sports for more. My name is Torian Thompson, and you're listening to Scene Hole Men's Basketball, 89.5 FM, WSOU. Bob Tui, Wilner Lewis, Pirates trading blows with the Villanova Wildcats. They preserve a narrow lead, 38-36, to 36, 14 minutes left to play in the second after heading into halftime. Down by four, we are seeing an entire shift in the character and attitude of this Pirate team. They're taking a lot more gutsy threes. They're punching it down low. And Villanova, they're keeping up, but they are certainly not keeping a lead. And that is due to Miles Powell. Again, him breaking the career. Three-pointers made for seeing all program history. Romaro Gill stepping up inside of the paint. In the first half, he was a little bit quiet, but here in the second half, able to get a couple of layups, able to get a couple of offensive rebounds, and he has been able to step up. Jared Roden getting a little saucy as well. 
and Quincy McKnight playing good defense even though he was fouled for the blocking foul before the media timeout. A lot of offensive fouls in this one. A lot of moving screens and a lot of blocking fouls as well, even though this has been very much a shootout of a game. Both sides need to clean up the sloppiness. It's resulted in a decent amount of turnovers through this portion of the game. Yeah, and it leads to a decent amount of personal fouls as well. Seton Hall, 12 personal fouls so far in the game. Villanova, 9. No player with over 2 personal fouls, so that's at least a positive. But you're going to kind of wonder down the stretch if this is going to be a little tic-tac-y call by the officials. Those two personal fouls might hurt you. Villanova gets the ball coming out of the break. It was a Quincy McKnight foul that sent us to that outage and Gillespie takes possession from Bay at the top of the key shovels to Robinson Earl from the free throw line no good but the rebound goes off of Mamu Kalashvili's hands and out of bounds it'll be Villanova's ball to inbound from under their own basket a battle in the paint by the 223s Mamu Kalashvili and Samuels Samuels just giving a little push not enough for a Joel foul but enough for it kind of mishandled Mamu Kalashvili and he was unable to grab it Bay to inbound bounce pass to the left corner for more, more drives to the baseline. Now moves to the free throw line. He's got Robinson Earl. Three ball from the left corner, no good. Rebound by Roden. Seton Hall with the ball here off that rebound. It's McKnight on the left side. McKnight now to the top of the key. Hand off to Powell. He holds. Now back to the top of the key for Mamu. Catch and shoot three, left corner, no good for McKnight, but the rebound for Roden. Rolling, getting into the paint, playing great defense. Straight away three from Powell off the back of the iron again. No good. And it's rebounded by Gillespie. Gillespie finds more, pulls up right wing three. Again, no good. Trading bricks at this point are these two teams. McKnight comes down with it and he brings it across. Quincy McKnight holding left side. Moves over to the right. Shovels down low. He's got Powell. Powell to the low post for Mamu Kelishvili. Mamu backing his way in. Feeding McKnight, looking for the windmill layup. No good, too hot off the iron, rebounded by Robinson Earl. Mamu Kelishvili being a little too unselfish on that one. He was under the basket backing down. He could have just passed it up instead of, laid it up instead of passing it out. Bay holds right wing for the Wildcats. Picks up the screen, now charges his way in. Still holding, unable to get a shot off. We've got a whistle and a foul. It's going to go against Villanova. It's going to go against Seton Hall, excuse me. Thought we had another blocking foul on our way. And it goes against Jared Roden. That was on Roden, just going across the body, trying to poke it loose. Seemed like he almost had all ball, but just enough of the arm where the referees could call the personal. Bay sets up to inbound it from underneath the Villanova basket. Bounce pass now to the right corner for Gillespie. He kicks outside. He's got more charges in. More down low to Robinson Earl off the glass. It's good. Tie game 38 apiece. Jeremiah Robinson Earl at 12 minutes and 20 seconds left in the second half. Powell holds top of the key. Finds Reynolds on the left wing. Cross court now to Roden. Roden to Powell at the Villanova logo at midcourt. Now to Mamou straight away. Mamou drives in. Stripped off his hand. Taken by Moore. But we've got a foul. It's going to go against the Wildcats. Jermaine Samuels with the contact. And that's his third personal foul. So now you're going to start to see maybe is he going to hit the bench early. Maybe he might stay in the game and you're going to have to attack him. It seems like he's going to be hitting the bench soon. And he's been a great player for this Villanova team. Ten points early on. He's been quiet as of late, but 
Still need a lot from him. As Actually, excuse me, he's staying in the game. It was Gillespie that checked out. Gillespie out, Slater in, Pirates with the ball. Top of the key, Powell holds, moves to his left, drives to the left of the basket, step back, good. Miles Powell gives the Pirates the lead again, 40-38, to 38, just under 12 left to play in the second. Right in front of the seat, and all benches well. They're starting to get a little lively here, cheering on their teammates. Moore at the half-court logo. Driving, driving, now to the left of the paint for Robinson Earl, stripped off his hand by Powell, trying to send it all the way down the court. They do get it there to the low post. Now they kick out, left corner three. It's good from Shavar Reynolds, 43-38, Pirate lead. And that was... Great help defense by Miles Powell coming into the paint, poking it loose, led to the open three by Reynolds, and now Seen Hall extending her lead. Moore at the center circle for the Wildcats. The lead grows a little bit bigger for the Hall. Long range right wing two from Robinson Earl. He counters 43-40, the Pirate lead. And Gill just staying down in the paint. That's where he knows how to play defense best, but it's just an easy mid-range basket by Robinson Earl. Reynolds finds Roden on the right wing. They move to the baseline for Mamu Kalashvili. He posts up, spins, off the back of the iron, no good. Rebounded by Robinson Earl. And even though that was a missed side, I like that by Mamu Kalashvili. He was right under the basket, just go up strong and try to see if he could draw contact. Bay drives to the lane, rejected by Gill. We've got a whistle. Goes against the hall. Powell called for the foul, and we'll go to another break. Seton Hall leading Villanova 43-40. And when we come back, we'll have the rest of the action for you here at Wells Fargo Center. You're listening to WSOU Sports Rewind. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at WSOU Sports for more. My name is Anthony Nelson, and you're listening to Seen Hall Men's Basketball on 89.5 FM WSOU. You're listening to Seton Hall Basketball here on 89.5 FM WSOU in South Orange, New Jersey. We're not in South Orange, though. We're in Philadelphia. I'm Bob Tui alongside Wilner Lewis. Seton Hall preserving a narrow lead over Villanova. 43-40 the score. 10 minutes and 30 seconds left in this final half of regulation. So much different a pace of play in this second half than we saw through the first 20 minutes. A lot more action along the perimeter from both sides. Seton Hall continuing its dominant pace of play in the paint. But to me, the most important aspect of Seton Hall's game, you know, holistically, but especially tonight, has been the way that they've started opening up from beyond the arc. You've started to see Roden taking more shots, McKnight taking more shots, Powell obviously with his history making buckets. Uh, Wilner, if you're Seton Hall... Do you keep up the pressure along the perimeter, or do you start hitting Villanova where it hurts more down low? You have to start hitting Villanova where it hurts down low, and they started to work that a little bit more. You saw Mamu really back down into the paint. A couple of missed layups by him under the basket and a, a costly turnover, at least trying to give it up when he was under the basket instead of going up. But seeing Hall, they have the size advantage. Romaro Gill needs to, again, step up on the offensive side a little bit more, and he's trying to do so. Mamu Kellis really needs to step up a little bit more on the offensive side, especially since with that personal foul that led us into the media timeout, Miles Powell now has three on his name, and you know you're going to need him down the stretch, under eight, under four, because he is the lifeline of this team. He is the closer of this team. His closer badge is a Hall of Fame badge, so you're going to need that out of him down the stretch. 
Sadiq Bey going to the line for Villanova coming out of the break. Heading into that break, he was fouled by Miles Powell. Powell with three personal fouls on the game. Be interesting to see how that storyline plays out as Bay sinks his first try. Couple players for Seton Hall pushing the limits in terms of fouls. Powell leading the pack with three. Couple players clustered at two. Kale, Reynolds, Gill, and McKnight. For Villanova, you got Samuels with three, and then Slater, Moore, and Bay with two. And right now, seeing Hall going with a little bit more of a bench look in this run. Now it's time to see if the bench can at least keep the lead or extend the lead, or if Villanova's going to try to take full advantage of it. Bay goes out after hitting his second try. It's a 43-42 game. Replacing him is Jermaine Samuels. The five on the floor right now for the Hall as they take possession. Gill, Powell, Samuels, Reynolds, and Kale. And it's Reynolds with it at the head of the circle. He holds, moves to his left, looking for an option. Now to Powell, straight away, three, count it! Miles Powell drills it, puts the team ahead, 46-42. And again, that is Miles Powell's signature second half shot. The off-ball screen, the straightaway three, nothing but net, extending the scene hall lead. The catch-and-shoot three, absolute zeroed-in focus for Miles Powell. You have the Hall a four-point lead. Now it's Samuels in the left corner for Villanova. He hands off to Moore, same spot. Moore trying to weave his way to the baseline. Back to Samuels, right wing three, no good. Rebounded by Powell. Great defense by Seton Hall, 25 seconds of excellent defense. Samuels playing great defense in that left corner. It's Reynolds on the right wing for the Hall. We got a whistle. Be a bit of a, a scrum off ball. It's going to go against the Pirates. Miles Powell with his fourth foul of the game. And Kevin Willard is irate on the sideline looking for an explanation from the officials. I thought that foul was on Miles Kale because it seemed like it was a moving screen by him. But Miles Powell with four personal fouls, and that is going to hurt this Pirates team. Nine and a half left to go in regulation. You know you need him, but Seton Hall has shown in those two games that Miles Powell was absent that they could perform without him, and those players are going to have to step up with the remainder of this game. Just like that, Powell checks out, replaced by Quincy McKnight. Memo Kalashvili and Roden also lining up to come in. Villanova with the ball, but Bay straight away three. He answers. And again, it's a one-point game, 46-45. Villanova trailing. And Seton Hall just looked lost on the defensive side. They were just running around. Samuel just going top of the key inside the paint to the left wing. And an easy three-pointer with that messed-up defense. Roden holding on the left wing. It's big night now to Samuel, top of the key. Swings it to Reynolds. Reynolds cycles in, drives to the baseline, puts up the floater. No good off the iron. Taken by Villanova. We got another whistle. And it'll be a foul on the floor. That's Samuels with his foul. And that's his fourth personal foul now. So another storyline for both players, or both sides, excuse me, as Samuel gets his fourth. Powell has four. It's time to see down the stretch the depth for Seton Hall and Villanova. Villanova, again, not that deep of a team. Seton Hall is. Could be in their advantage with Samuels with four personals. Demir Cosby Roundtree checking in for Jermaine Samuels. Memu Kalashvili also back on the floor for the Pirates, replacing Gill. Pirates inbound it from under the basket. McKnight receives the feed. He puts up the layup. And they're not going to count it. 
We'll see what this is about. Block going against Villanova. Now it looks like it will be on Slater. Now he picked up his third personal foul um, on the game for him. So, again, the foul trouble starting to be maybe an issue for Villanova as well as seeing all. Reynolds with the inbound. They get it to McKnight, who backs up to the Villanova logo. Holding McKnight now driving to the basket. Rotates, shoots. Nothing but air there. Didn't even get it near, and it goes out of bounds. McKnight was caught in the air between shooting the ball or going for the layup and passing it out to Mamu Kellersvili, who was in the corner. And because of that quick mental lapse, he just lost the ball. A costly mistake, one that you don't normally see by Quincy McKnight. He's usually very good with the ball, but... And that one trying to do a little too much in a turnover with Villanova, an opportunity to get the lead right back. Quincy McKnight's 2.6 assist to turnover ratio leads the Big East and one of the highest in the country as well. Indeed, a rare turnover from him as Villanova regains possession. They punch down low to Robinson. Oh, rejected by Mamou. Crowd wanted a foul. No go there. Roden takes it the other way. The step back, no good, but the put back by Mamou, great. He does it on both ends of the floor. Sandro Mamoukalashvili for his 10th points of the night. 48-45 Seton Hall leads. And that's how you hustle. He got the block and then ran down the floor. Jared Roden with his miss mid-range, but Mamoukalashvili with the putback. The block, the board, the bucket from Sandro Mamoukalashvili. Villanova works with it on the right wing. It's Bay. Cycles to his left. Now back cross court for more. The drive to the baseline puts it up. No good. We've got a whistle here. It's going to be a Seton Hall foul. That's on Quincy McKnight down his third personal foul. Tried to slide in, but got bumped to the side and block a foul. With that, we'll step aside. 48-45, Seton Hall leading. You're listening to WSOU Sports Rewind. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at WSOU Sports for more. We welcome you back inside Wells Fargo Center. Bob Tui and Wilner Lewis. Seton Hall still clinging to a three-point lead. That scrappy blow-for-blow pace of play between the two sides has not gone anywhere. They keep trading threes and they keep trading shots in the paint, but most recently, Seton Hall remaining on top by virtue of a huge end-to-end play from Sandro Mamoukalashvili. First a block. Then he grabs his own rebound and then receives the feed down low on the opposite end of the court to give Seton Hall that three-point lead. And in a game like this between Seton Hall and Villanova the first time, these two are matching up both in the AP Top 25. You have to be able to hustle. You have to be able to be scrappy. Both teams playing a little too scrappy as both teams now in some foul trouble. Miles Powell with four personal fouls. You have Jeremy... Jermaine Samuels with four personal fouls as well. You have Slater with three personal fouls. Quincy McKnight picked up his third going into this media timeout. So with about seven and a half left to go, you got to keep your eyes at least on that stat. But for Seton Hall, they've been doing good at getting this lead and now going blow for blow. They're they're the ones that got out on the early lead in the first half, but Villanova started to come right back. Now the blows are starting to be a little bit more interchangeable between Villanova and Seton Hall, but Coming out of this break, again, Seton Hall just needs to be able to play good defense. They have to be able to keep their hands up. They have to be able to keep their hands active, but not get those personal fouls. And honestly, Wilner, two very important players for their respective teams are in foul trouble. Powell with the scoring lead, 17 points for the Pirates. The next closest player is Mabu Kalashvili with 10. 
Samuels for Villanova, the second leading scorer and the only other player besides Sadiq Bey in double digits. So both teams have lost a massively important part of their offense. They're going to need other players to step up as Justin Moore goes to the line. Uh, before that break, a personal foul from Quincy McKnight on Justin Moore sent him to the line for those tries. He hits his first. But again, seeing all has shown that they could be able to perform without Miles Powell. They did it against Maryland, then number seven in the nation. Villanova right now, number 10 in the nation, and they're going to have to perform at least another four minutes without Miles Powell. Two good tries from the line from Moore, 48-47 the lead for the Pirates. 7.20 left to go in the second half as McKnight works on the left side. He holds, moves over to the right elbow. 15 to shoot. McKnight drives, head of steam to the bucket, and it's good! Quincy McKnight rolls it in off the iron. It's a 50-47 game. And that one, just the wrist work to get that basket from the left side of the rim, up and in. Villanova now, it's Colin Gillespie on the left side. Shovels it down low to Sadiq Bay. Bay pulls up, hand in his face, gets the bucket. 51-50, Villanova now with the lead. I mean, Villanova just exposes that matchup. Anytime Kale is guarding up Sadiq Bay, Bay back to the basket. He turned around, got that jumper to go. My apologies, it's 50-49. My eye was ahead of my voice on that one. Mamu Kelashvili pulling up left wing three, nails it! Sandro Mamu Kelashvili puts the Pirates ahead by four, 53-49, 6.20 left in the second. I mean, minus the Xavier game, Mamu Kelashvili looking like he never missed any games. He's slowly but surely starting to get back into his stride. Right now, the most points that he has scored, 13, since coming back from that injury. Mamu, a phenomenal player, 10 points in his first game back as Gillespie pulls up and gets the long two. 53-51 from the left side. But yeah, 10 points for Memo Kalashvili in his first game back. Eight against Georgetown with double digits and rebounds. He is definitely working his way back into true form for this Pirate team, and they need him more than ever with Miles Powell out. It's Quincy McKnight with it here, head of the circle. Now finds Roden on the right wing. Roden holds back to McKnight, same spot. McKnight works to his left, drives into the lane, almost loses it, puts it up, the teardrop's good. Quincy McKnight makes it a 55-51 game, five and a half left. And see, and all playing inside out once again. McKnight driving into the basket, trying to kick it out, but saw the open layup and got that one to fall. Gillespie, right side for Villanova. Now straight away, three ball off the heel, no good. Rebound by Roden. Pirates slow down the pace off that rebound. The handoff to McKnight to take it across the center circle. They swing it now to Kale on the right wing. Back to McKnight now, top of the key. McKnight to Mamu. The drive. Loses control of it. We've got a whistle. It'll go against the hall. Possession goes back to Villanova. Oh, my apologies. Sadiq Bey called for the foul. It's his third of the contest. Jermaine Samuels checking back in. And Sadiq Bey playing defense, but kept sliding. And that's what you when you do that, that's an easy blocking foul because you have to get your feet set to draw that charge. Mamu Kelashvili, full head of steam, trying to drop into the basket. Sadiq Bay sliding to play that defense. Did not work out. His third personal foul in Seton Hall with a fresh 20. McKnight, the inbound to Powell at the head of the key. Powell going to work against Colin Gillespie. He holds, 
Now finds Reynolds, left side, the drive. Now to Mamou, the putback, no good. Gets his board, again no good. Gets his third rebound, and finally, Mamou sends it home and flexes on him. And that's what Seton Hall missed out of the big man. Missed 10 games, but able to get the second chance and the third chance look. And with four and a half left to go, Seton Hall a six-point advantage. It's a prime example of how weak Villanova is in the paint. Nobody could put a hand on that ball. It was Mamou just time and time again pulling it out, putting the shot up, and finally gets it to fall. Villanova here, Gillespie lowers the shoulder. He sends Quincy McKnight to the ground. We've got a whistle. And they're going to call that a blocking foul on McKnight, his fourth personal foul. So now, right now, Seton Hall has two players with four personal, two guard players. But, I mean, he lowered his shoulder. Gillespie lowered his shoulder on that drive. That should have been an easy charge foul. But the referees here, a little home cooking in the city of brotherly love because throughout the season, Villanova has been getting a lot of lovely calls. I mean, they have about 17 free throw attempts in the season. Their opponents, nine free throw attempts. So they're used to the home cooking. And that one, an easy one for the referees to call, I guess. To me, it looked like a clear charge, Gillespie dropping the shoulder and sending McKnight to the floor. I mean, it, I, I get when officials can pander to the to the home crowd and I understand why they do, but you're late in the game now. Four minutes, 13 seconds left, Gillespie hits his second try, um, and you've got players now who are in foul trouble on questionable calls. In my opinion, a terrible whistle there on Quincy McKnight. Pirates with it here. Shavar Reynolds flings it out of bounds, looking cross-court for Powell. The crowd jeering him now, and he gets love from his teammates after a sloppy turnover. Yeah, and that one, he tried to get Miles Powell across the court, but was swarmed on defense by Gillespie, and that one just made that pass a little bit more errant than he wanted to. And it is Gillespie who takes it across the timing stripe for the Wildcats. He holds on the left side, hands off to Bay. Bay at the top of the key, the drive, head of steam off the glass, no good. Mamou gets the rebound. And see, you see that switch. That time, because of the screen, Reynolds was on Bay, and Bay, a tough layup for him, not making the basket. Kale, top of the key. Now to the right wing for Reynolds. Reynolds to Powell, who's back in this one, replacing McKnight. Step back two on the way from Powell. Count it. Just inside the arc was Miles Powell, but he puts the heat check on Villanova, makes it a 59-53 game, 324 Left in the second half, we step aside. Don't go anywhere. We're in the middle of a blow for blow, pound for pound, knock it down, drag out fight here at Wells Fargo Center. You're listening to WSOU Sports Rewind. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at WSOU Sports for more. My name is Miles Bow, and you're listening to Seton Hall Basketball here on 89.5 FM. Bob Tui and Wilner Lewis back with you in Philadelphia. Seton Hall extending their lead to six points over Villanova. They lead 59-53. to Offensively and defensively, the last few minutes have held a stellar performance for the Seton Hall Pirates. Six for the last eight from the floor, and they've kept Villanova completely scoreless over the last almost three 
minutes. This is the type of complete game that Seton Hall desperately needed. And on top of that, they're getting it out of players who are coming off the bench because they have a duo of players in McKnight and Powell who are in a little bit of foul trouble and who are seeing limited minutes. And this is the second half that Seton Hall needed again throughout this season. Seton Hall has shown that they're a second-half team. Miles Powell, 10 points on four for six shooting. Not only is he scoring, but he's scoring efficiently. And Sancho Mamu, Kalashvili, 10 points on four for eight shooting, six rebounds, a couple of blocks, second chance points. He has been stepping up, but now Seton Hall, three minutes left, and they're going to have to step up. Villanova has shown that they can come back in three minutes in their last game against Butler. It was a 10-point deficit that Villanova faced within the last three minutes, but was able to crawl their way back in before that Kamar Baldwin three-pointer shot at the buzzer that sent them home with a loss. But Seton Hall, three minutes at 24 seconds away from their first victory in Philadelphia since February of 1994. Villanova gets the ball back coming out of that break. And it's Connor Gillespie, Colin Gillespie, excuse me, with it. Driving into the paint now, puts up the teardrop, rattles it home, Colin Gillespie. With his 12th points of the contest. And it's Villanova trailing 59-55. Three minutes left to go as Roden holds top of the key. Now to McKnight, they swing it to him on the right side. The punch down low. Get it to Mamu off the backboard. It's good. Sandro Mamu Kalashvili playing hero ball. 61-55, 2.45 left. Attacking the undersized Villanova Wildcats team. Justin Moore takes it across midcourt for the Wildcats. On the right wing, he hands off to Gillespie. Gillespie moves to his left. Fakes. Now passes back to Moore on the right side. Layup, drive, good. No good. Taken down. Thought that one was going to rattle home. Instead, it rotates just out of the bucket. Roden with the takeaway. And he moves it across midcourt. McKnight takes now from Roden on the left side. Now they pass cross court to Kale. Kale again across court to McKnight. McKnight looking for an option. Top of the key. Three for Mamou. Well short and out of bounds. Mamou Kelashvili, well, you know, every everybody has an off play, and that was his. He's been playing phenomenal so far, but, so far, but he absolutely airballs it. Seton Hall's, though, still on top, 61-55. 1.59 left in the second. We'll step aside. Bob Tui and Wilner Lewis will be back with the rest shortly. You're listening to WSOU Sports Rewind. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at WSOU Sports for more. My name is Miles Kell, and you're listening to Seton Hall's Men's Basketball on 89.5 FM WSOU. Bob Tui and Wilner Lewis back with you here at Wells Fargo Center. Seton Hall's lead still six points, 61-55 before that break. Sandra Mamukelashvili had been playing phenomenally on both ends of the floor. Missed a three ball by a wide margin, goes out of bounds, sends us to the break. But even so, despite that, Seton Hall has not just kept the pressure on, they've turned the heat up. Yeah, I mean, the three-pointer by Mama Keller is really, again, you're going to miss a couple of those. That one was online, just a little too short. I guess he was a little farther back than he expected, but 
still stellar defense by Seton Hall. You look at the last offensive possession for Villanova. Christian McKnight with four personal fouls, making sure he got his hands straight up, which led to more, I guess, putting a little bit more finesse than he thought he needed on the ball, and it rolled right out. But Villanova's going to have possession, and like you said, after that missed three-pointer by Mamou Kelashvili, and two minutes left, Seton Hall with a six-point advantage. But this Villanova Wildcats team, they are deadly from behind the arc. They are deadly from making comebacks. Seton Hall still has to be able to play that stout defense that they have been known for on a national level. And Mamou Kelashvili, 17 points in the contest. He's been playing a significant uptick in minutes with both McKnight and Powell in foul trouble. He had eight around the halfway point of this second half, and now he almost has the scoring lead for this Pirate team. Uh, Miles Powell, last he stepped on the floor at 19 points and three, three rebounds. Memo Kalashvili with 17 points and eight boards in 34 minutes. Really stellar bounce back from injury for him, picking up right where he left off. This has to be such a confidence booster of a game for him especially after two performances. I mean, they weren't terrible, but he was seeing far fewer minutes in the last two contests um, and had some definitely questionable shot attempts as Gillespie takes it end-to-end, -end, rejected at the rim by Mamou Kelashvili, picking up right where he left off to begin our play out of that break. Listen, I don't know where they have our broadcast up on Seton Hall's bench, but we talked about Romaro Gill. Romaro Gill got a block. We talked about Sandra Mamou Kelashvili. He got a block, so this is just great. Good karma. Villanova gets the ball back in the left corner. It's Moore inbounding it. The long feed to Samuels all the way back at the opposite free throw line. They set up. They hand to Gillespie. He brings it the other way. Now to the right wing. Bay for three, and Villanova's back in it. 61-58, the Pirate lead, and Seton Hall calls timeout to talk strategy. And Kevin Willard, livid at Shavar Reynolds, a great defender, but on that one, try to play help on somebody else in the corner. Sadiq Bay with it in the right wing. Shavar tried to at least get a hand up, but the elevation by Bay, as well as the size disadvantage, 6'8 for Bay, only 6'2 for Reynolds, just going over the top, hitting that three pointer, and like we said, no lead at no amount of time is safe unless the clock hits double zero with this Villanova team. Cut the deficit in the half and now seeing Hall only leads by three. And we saw last game for Villanova when they played Butler, a tale of very two, two, two very similar tales I'm trying to say. You know, Villanova down early by a wide margin. They battle back in. The final seconds at 76-76. Butler walks off with a three ball in their face, right? We're looking at a very similar kind of ending right now where Seton Hall's held the lead. Villanova got back in it. Seton Hall, a very dominant first basically 10 minutes of this half to keep the lead, to take the lead back, I should say. And now as things wind down, minute and a half left, you can definitely see Villanova tying this thing up if the Pirates don't keep the pressure on. Powell back on the floor for the Hall, as well as McKnight. They've brought out the big guns. They join Mamou, Roden, and Reynolds. And it's Reynolds with it at the head of the circle. Wraps it to McKnight on the right side. Now the handoff to Powell, top of the key. Powell holding here, six to shoot. Powell holding, driving, puts up the fade. No good out of bounds. The crowd lets Miles Powell here at a minute left here at Wells Fargo Center, and Miles Powell forced to take a low-quality look. And he had a good-quality look. He crossed back over and seemed like he was going to hit that 
at least take the straightaway three, but lost his footing when he crossed back. And now an opportunity for Villanova to possibly tie it up with a little over a minute left. Villanova also bringing in some of its more prolific scores on the floor for them. Bay, Gillespie, Robinson Earl, Moore, and Samuels. And a quick substitution, too, as Powell comes out. Kale comes in. Again, Powell with four personals. Gillespie setting things up on the right wing. He's backing his way into the paint. Now kicks top of the circle for Bay. Bay, the charge, head of steam off the glass. No. Too strong. Taken by McKnight. We get a whistle. Villanova foul. Sadiq Bay's fourth. Every leading scorer for Villanova currently sitting at four fouls. Yeah, and the crowd thought, you know, the first foul by Jared Roden coming in and playing help defense on it was a foul not called by the referees. And then Sadiq Bay, a frustration foul, reaching in after McKnight was able to get the rebound, and he's going to the free throw line. As McKnight steps to the line, he has the chance to make this a two-possession game. 49 seconds left to go in this half as McKnight hits his first try. Quincy McKnight, one of the best percentage free throw shooters in the conference. If anybody can get this done, go two for two, it's him. And at this stretch, you're going to need these free throws because you know they're going to start fouling with 49 seconds left in this matchup. McKnight's second try is up and good. 63-58. 50 seconds left. And it's going to be more inbounding it to Gillespie. Pirates in full court press. Villanova able to break, get it across midcourt. Gillespie drives, puts it up. No good, rejected by Roden. It goes down. Scrum for it in the paint. Whistle. And it's Pirates ball. Again, exceptional defense. Jared Roden back-to-back defensive stands inside of the paint, coming inside, playing hell defense, making those baskets a little frustrating. And then on the scrum on the floor, everybody hitting the deck, forcing the jump ball, and with the possession arrow, favoring the Pirates ball. They need to get this inbound in, and Villanova will probably start fouling. Brendan Slater in for Justin Moore, the only substitution coming out of that dead ball. McKnight with the inbound, we get another whistle. We'll see what this is about. He was trying to bounce pass it to Reynolds in the paint. Another Villanova foul on, foul on Sadiq Bey, his fifth. He's out of here. And Sadiq Bey, the leading scorer for this Villanova team, 22 points on 7 for 12 shooting. Uh, ill-advised foul as he was on Shavar Reynolds, grabbed him by the waist, picked up his fifth personal foul, and he was the one that hit the three-pointer to cut the deficit to three for Villanova. But now, with him off the floor, that eases the pressure on the Seton Hall defense. No doubt it does. Seton Hall went into a huddle to talk some strategy. And as they come back out, it's going to be Shavar Reynolds taking free throws from the line. And another great free throw shooter on the line for Seton Hall. Shavar Reynolds, 81% from the charity stripe. Last season only missed about one or two free throws. This season, a couple more misses for him, but he is as good of a free throw shooter as anybody in the nation. The crowd getting back into it. They thought they had this one in the bag when Villanova was up. They thought they had it in the bag when Villanova was down by one just a couple seconds ago. But Seton Hall continuing to find ways to build this lead. Reynolds hits his first, 64-58 the lead. As he steps to the line for his second try. 
He hits his second. 65-58. Nova needs a miracle. And Seeing Hall needs to get back on defense. 35 seconds and counting. More with it. Top of the key for Villanova. Gillespie now. Right wing. Step back. Three. Air ball. And rebounded by Roden, and he's fouled. Jared Roden's going to head to the line. Shot clock's off. 26 seconds left to go in this one. Or excuse me, shot clock back on. 20 seconds left. Fourth foul assessed there on Brandon Slater for Villanova. Jared Roden sitting on eight points and 11 rebounds. He could go to a double-double right now. And Seton Hall just playing great defense on Gillespie. A good step back. But Mamu Keller's really being able to recover. And the fans here at Wells Fargo Center are looking up for the exit signs because they are headed home. A mass exodus of the 20,000 people leaving this arena right now as hope grows dimmer for the home team Wildcats to claw their way back into this game. But still in the crowd are the Seton Hall faithfuls who are standing up waiting for the final buzzer to sound. Roden misses his second try. It's still 66-58. Three on the way from Moore. No good, but Villanova gets the board. It's Robinson or Oral kicks back out to the left wing, and it's Moore drilling the three. Don't count him out yet. It's a 66-61 game. 15, 15 seconds left. Again, now it's going to be that free throw game for Seton Hall. They know that Villanova's going to get into the full court press, and again, Throughout this season, we've been talking about it a lot. Seton Hall has trouble with the full court press. They just need to be able to make sure they get it out of the dead corners and get it into play because then Villanova's going to get to fouling. And Seton Hall so far in this game, pretty good at the charity stripe, 82%, 9 for 11 from that line. Overall on the season, shooting 70% in conference play, so not that great overall. In this game, though, they have been focus when it comes to the free throws. Seton Hall, no field goals in the last two and a half minutes. It could have been a much wider lead. You know, 15 seconds left is still a lot of time at the end of a Big East basketball game. And you know Villanova's going to try every single trick in their book to try and knot this thing up. And you know Jay Wright has every trick in his book to try to knot it up. Yeah, 30 years of experience gives you quite a few tricks in said book. 118 meetings between the Pirates and the Villanova Wildcats. This could be the first in 26 years that Seton Hall could win in Philadelphia. And it's the first time the game has been close in Philadelphia since 2008 when the game finished up 72-70 in favor of the Wildcats. Pirates going to inbound it from beneath the opposite basket. Full, port, full court press in full effect for them. They do get it to Reynolds and the foul. He'll head to the line for two. Gillespie called with the foul. His first. Very clean game for him, I got to say. While everybody else seemingly has gotten into severe foul trouble on both sides, Gillespie accruing his first with 13 seconds left is pretty impressive. Clean on the defensive side. Not that clean on the offensive no. side as he's 4 for 14 um, on the afternoon. Really not a clean shooting night for a bunch of players for Villanova. 4 for 15 is Robinson Earl. 4 for 14, Colin, Colin Gillespie. 7 for 12, Sadiq Bay. 13 seconds left. It's a 67-61 game. McKnight taking free throws for the hall. And that has been the issue for Villanova in this losing streak that they had in the past two games. They just hasn't been able to find themselves shooting well. 
and the opposing teams are the ones that's shooting well. And seeing Hall so far in the game, 71% from the field, Villanova 36. McKnight's second try is good, 68-61 the score. And another timeout called. The Pirates talk some strategy to close this one down. Pirates in the double bonus, Villanova in the bonus. And Wellner, I mean, if, if you're Seton Hall, considering the way that that first half played, dominant to start things off, lost the lead heading into halftime, the fact that they came out of that break and put together some of the most dominant 20 minutes of basketball we've seen out of them yet, and that includes that Maryland performance where they played some of the most meaningful defense we've seen out of that team. They didn't get discouraged. They did not back down. They kept their feet on the gas. And they got other players active. What's even more impressive to me, not just the fact that they're about to knock off one of their chiefest rivals on the road, but also the fact that Powell and McKnight, serious foul trouble, didn't phase this team. They got other players active, and that secondary scoring played a huge role down the stretch. Listen, right before tip-off today at 1230, CBS and the selection committee brought out the seeds if the NCAA tournament were to happen today. Both of these teams were three seeds. Seton Hall and Villanova and throughout the entire season for whatever reason Villanova was always ranked higher than Seton Hall but with a victory in Philadelphia we can see Villanova clearly going down in the rankings and Seton Hall making themselves nationally known. It's a four-point game Justin Moore drills one from the left wing the Pirates get the ball back Shavar Reynolds sent sprawling to the floor off the inbound pass so it's 68-64 six seconds left in the second and now, I guess kind of comes the question here, you know, 6.9 seconds left on the clock. Do you make the first one and miss the second one and hope that somebody from Seton Hall can get the rebound, or do you just try to go for both and start pressing up? Villanova right now with no timeouts, though, so they're going to have to run the length of the floor to possibly make something happen. In my opinion, Seton Hall making both would be the best strategy as Reynolds does hit the first it gives them such a huge cushion. I mean, Seton Hall right up, right, right now up 69 to 64. A 70 to 64 lead with just under seven seconds left. I don't think they can come back from that. Reynolds hits a second try. It is a six-point game. And right now, just don't foul. Colin Gillespie shaking his way across midcourt. Feeds Robinson Earl. Left wing three. No good. And as time expires, the Seton Hall Pirates. Pull off some roadkill. 70-64, they win on the road. Wells Fargo Center taking down the number 10 Villanova Wildcats. History made. The Pirates beat their demons, and they take down Villanova in Philly for the first time in 26 years. Villanova now the losers of three consecutive games, and Seton Hall showing that their 10-game winning streak coming to an end at the hands of Georgetown didn't phase them in the slightest, and they keep the ball right on rolling. February 1994, the last time Seton Hall came down to Philadelphia and got a victory. Miles Powell and everybody on that Seton Hall team knew what a victory here would mean for this season, for the Seton Hall fans driving down the turnpike. Again, a great section of Seton Hall fans behind the Pirates bench. They're standing up, they're waving their hands, and the Seton Hall players recognizing them. A tremendous victory. Seton Hall came out the gates early. Villanova slowly crawled back, but a second-half team. The Pirates have shown night in and night out, and this is the best win for Seton Hall. Sure, they had Maryland. Sure, they had a couple of other games. Sure, they were on that 10-game winning streak, 
but for them to make history inside of Wells Fargo Arena on this Saturday afternoon has to be the highlight of this historic Seton Hall season. Villanova also 10-1 and in Wells Fargo Center this season, so the Pirates pulling off a rare home upset against Villanova as well. Seton Hall marching across the Delaware and handing one of their most significant rivals a devastating blow. It affects their seating uh, in, in the AP Top 25 as well. Very curious to see how that plays out next Monday and where both of these teams fall um, after that comes out. So we're going to send it back to the studios for Holland. Before we do, though, this is my last time on a men's call. I would be remiss if I didn't thank a couple people. Um, first and foremost, my family have tuned in for every single game that I've ever done. Um, and it means the world to know that they um, and so many of my friends um, have listened in from around the world um, to hear these games that I've called. And I mean that. I have, I have friends in Hong Kong who've tuned in for these games, and I, I think that's a pretty ridiculous thing. Uh, and to SOU and SOU Sports as well, uh, thank you for getting, giving me the opportunity to live this phenomenal, uh, unorthodox passion uh, for sportscasting. It, it means the world, the people I've met, people I've worked with, and the places I've gone, and, of course, the games I've called, just like this one with you. So... See you later, and it's time for Hall Line. Air your grievances, people. Get it all in. Seton Hall takes down the number 10 Villanova Wildcats 70-64 to here in Philly.